0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. It's
1: time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman.
0: Take a Man podcast from Odyssey Sports. Slogan Paulson there, figuring out his microphone. I am Greg yeah. Hoffman. You got it all figured out, man?
1: I, th- I think so, hopefully.
0: It uh, sounds you know, like, good. Since, since,
1: since I took it off the stand, I've got to make sure it's facing the right way now. Yeah, so, that,
0: that is helpful. Yeah, it is helpful. Uh, PFF grade for you 100 yeah figured it out Uh, we don't give grades we do give breakdowns though and that is the theme of this here midweek podcast film review of the win over Arizona Logan let's dive right in and let's talk about the quarterback obviously we'll talk about everyone else and the defense later in the podcast but when you look at Sam Howell's day there's obviously some good there's obviously some yikes Uh, when you look at his decision making though um, let's start there and then we'll get into some of the protection issues but decision making wise and kind of how he executed the throws that he was asked to what'd you make of his day
1: Yeah. So I don't want to come off like I'm being like overly optimistic about Sam Howell's performance. Like I want to ground this in some sense of reality. Like, can he play better? Like, absolutely. But I actually thought he played pretty good. You know what I mean? Like it was like a good first outing. I know he had the pick. I know he had the fumble. Um, The pick, I thought like we just watched that um, together. And I think that he was, you know, just a little bit later, his footwork was a little bit off. Like it just didn't seem like the timing of of the depth of the route matched up with his feet necessarily. And uh, because he's waiting so long to throw the football, obviously the ball gets tipped and then it gets picked off. And then on on the sack for some, I don't necessarily think that's anybody's fault. I think, you know, obviously Wiley gives up the sack, but that's a great rush by uh by Gardak right there at number 45 for the Arizona Cardinals on the spin move. And it's a tough look. The guard and him, the guard and Wiley are kind of on different levels and leaves a little bit of space for the inside move. And then Sam's just trying to make a play, probably when he needs to know that like I don't need to do that right there. Yeah.
0: That would be my thing on the fumble is that I, yeah. the fumble is bad because time score situation, like yeah. you got to be okay punting and you just got to, it's not to your blind side. You didn't, you saw it coming. Just eat the football and make sure that you get it onto the foot of trust way there.
1: Yeah. But I think, I think we both agree with that, you know, and I think that's what you get though with young players, you know, you get like, I think that people forget, like people want him to come out and be like this amazing football player right, right away. And I think he's doing a pretty good job. Like, you know, those are two mistakes. There was a couple of other ones. Um, there was a sack or kind of a pressure that he took. Uh, I want to say in the third quarter, where like Logan Thomas is running a snag route and he's getting a little greedy trying to throw the in cut. And I'm like, man, you know, this is it's second and ten. Just throw the ball to Logan right here, and you probably get a seven, a minimum a seven yard gain, just based on the coverage is, and you don't give up this pressure slash sack slash holding scenario. And I, th- I think that just comes with maturity and understanding what you can and can't get away with. But overall, I thought. You know, for the most, for most of the day, he's on time. I think, you know, we're talking about this a little bit later, but the O line did a did a really good job, and we'll talk about that in more detail in a minute. But um, I think overall, like, you know, I don't know what his PFF grade is exactly, but I think it seems like it's kind of in that, you know, C plus area for me. Like, there's some things he could have done better, but I think overall, and 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 the mistakes, I, I think I'll say this: the mistakes he did make, I thought were kind of big mistakes. But I think overall, like, you know, on the other what is it? 46 dropbacks. Like on the other plays, he he looked pretty good. Like there was a couple of little RPO things where I thought he made a bad read. Like he should have thrown a screen uh, off the RPO action, but he ends up trying to scramble for, you know, a no gain, basically, like don't really understand that. But I think, again, that comes with youth that comes with understanding that comes with kind of a a deeper understanding of what you can do offensively. So um, I think overall, like pretty solid day. And I think is there room for improvement. Like absolutely, but for a good first outing to have that, you know, for for a first outing, um, for it to come in a win, I think that all is good stuff. And he did make some plays in the red zone, which is again some, something that I kind of like uptick the grade for a little bit, at least in my mind. So
0: yeah, he's uh sixty one point four on PFF, uh, whatever that's. Yeah, called. That, that feels but, right
1: to me. Like I mean, yeah. like that's like a
0: that's like a solid. What is it like a yellow? I think. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. They've got that in their yellow range. So yeah. I mean, uh, the thing is like big stuff moves the the grade if you will in a major way and he had really big positive uh stuff and really big negative stuff and kind of the middle was the middle it was an average nfl quarterback performance where there's a mixed bag but if you can just cut the really bad big stuff which to me like even the the interceptions like a run of the mill bad thing um it's not good no, rarely right. you're really like oh man the quarterback did a great job on that interception it happens on occasion uh, because it was uh the Thursday nighter with Mahomes when he hits Kadarius Tony in the hands yeah, and you're up, like yeah. yeah man you hit him in stride in the hands and it wound up being a pick six there's nothing you can do about that Um, but but,
1: the, but to your point there's like bad interceptions and there's like okay interceptions balls tipped you know like could he have been on time yeah like
0: yeah it's not a positive tipped, play yeah. but it's not like god how could he ever do that or yeah. the sack fumble you're like dude come but, on yeah, a little, you're, little you're bit in the shadow yeah. yeah you're in the shadow of your own end zone you see it's to your front side you know you don't have to expose the ball as you try to scramble out and make hero play because i'm pretty sure that came on like a third down and and i think it was long a third down, yeah. so mm-hmm. um you know don't try to be a hero just let Tress way be Tress way get the ball to him and and keep it moving and so I, but you see what he does in the red zone where a lot of quarterbacks do not have the creativity and the arm strength and the arm slots and the scramble ability and, you know, the ability as a runner to see the cutback. Like, I think a lot of quarterbacks yeah. just bury their head and try to get to the corner and wind up taking a huge shot not getting in the end zone. Instead, he cuts it back and, and gets in there. Um, but I, I think th- if you can eliminate the big bad, then you're looking at a pretty solid day from Sam Howell. Um, I think, you know, it was interesting as you were talking there. One of the things that Ron said yesterday popped back into my head, which is, you know, he talks about Sam protecting himself and and not trying to do too much and you know, oh, he'll learn. And everyone interpreted that as not taking the shots, uh, which definitely is a part of it. But I also wonder if somewhere in the back of Ron's mind or at the front of uh Ron's mind is the the sack fumble where it's like, hey man, like don't expose yourself, just get down and and you Know keep it moving versus trying to make a big play and exposing us to catastrophic football, uh, things not just don't take the big shot on the sideline, slide, or you know, throw it out of bounds, whatever, dude.
1: Um, I mean, I think the uh, the other one is like, I don't even know if that shot was his fault, like, he was
0: definitively
1: out oh, of bounds yeah. for one of them. So, yeah, no, the
0: Kaiser White one is is terrible. It's that's ridiculous. that's I cannot believe that that was an injection,
1: yeah, like that was. Yeah. early they they didn't even throw a flag, right? No, they they did throw, they did throw the flag. It was late. Um, Yeah. It was 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 a late flag, but a flag, Um, but it should have been an ejection. It's terrible. Yeah. So I don't know what you like, if Ron's talking about that, but I do, I think like with, with kind of with what you're saying, I think there's like a general maturity that needs to happen. And like that only comes with playing football in the NFL, you know, and you just hope that like he, he seems to be a quick learner and you hope that that learning process comes quickly. So um, I, but I think like he does some really good stuff like that two minute drive, some of the throws in there, the one to Logan Thomas on the sideline, the one to Curtis Samuel was great, you know, like kind of threading that in there. And you see the the arm talent, the quick release. It's not like this big, long wind up, you know, the throw to this is a different sequence, but the throw to Cole Turner over the middle of the field was awesome. You know, That's like he funny. just he does some really, really good stuff in like kind of that that deeper you know, it's, not, it's not a shot play but it's like that 12 to 15 yard range that's really really exciting because like it it just feels like the ball just jumps out of his hands and i thought on some of you know like you mentioned that they only ran like i think it was six uh play action yeah, passes. pff and, had it
0: as only six play action attempts in the game
1: and one of the things the other thing i want to just point out is i thought he did a really good job with like the quick game stuff the quick game and like kind of that intermediate passing attack and um, you know, again, the O-line deserves a ton of credit for some of that stuff because he's able to kind of work through a progression in a nice way. So um, it's it's a very solid day. It's a very solid day. I think there's a lot of stuff to build on. You know, obviously we mentioned the big mistakes, but I think like like if, if you're playing like a thought experiment, if you take out those big mistakes and even if you take out the touchdowns, you just look at what he did between the hashes, I'd say it was, a, it, was it was very, very good, very, very productive. But you know, there are some like little things like don't hold the ball so long. I understand what's going on. And I will say like, he did a great job. Like uh, Arizona tried to heat him up in the first quarter with what, what would amount to basically like an all out pressure. I think they were playing zero and he instead of like, he identified it right away. He lost ground away from the rush and threw the ball to Curtis Samuel. It was like a one yard gain, two yard gain, but like that was something he had a really hard time with in the preseason. And then for him to kind of show, Hey, like I'm aware of the situation. I know where my hot outlet is like, that's a maturation too. So I, I love seeing that stuff from a young player because every time he's on the field, he seems to be getting better. But um, yeah, I just got to clean out some of those big mistakes and you know, like that, like, I think I expected him to kind of not have like a, not have like a rough day, but have some of these kind of growing pains in, in an environment that's very energetic. that's very emotional um, against a real NFL defense. Like cause you know, he didn't get that um, in the preseason against Baltimore. So you know, I'd say all in all, like kind of what I expected. And I think right
0: on pace with his learning curve and hopefully gets better next week. 100%. We'll talk about the protection in one second. Last thing I want to talk about more specific to Sam real quick though. And this is, this is also the offense as a whole is the difference in production first to second half. Cause he had 169 yards at halftime and he finishes with just two Oh two in the game. What changed in the second half that they just stopped moving the ball specifically through the air? I mean, part of it is you know later in the half they they ran the ball a ton more and and were able to get chunks that way. But what happened to to cause that disparity half to half?
1: You know, I think it was more of a play calling thing. Obviously, I think it was just kind of a, a game flow thing, like that they realized that the defense was playing so well, the defense was putting them in these good situations, and you know, like we I mentioned this before, like when you throw when you have a defensive score, so like when you have um you know like what was it the uh, the sack fumble right you get the mm-hmm. ball back right there and you get another offensive possession you know it, it it just it really helps you kind of accrue more plays offensively in the first half and also you're working a 2 minute situation as opposed to working a 4 minute situation um at the end of the game right where you're running running you're trying to bleed clock you're not throwing the ball that much um so i think different situations call for different play calls i think that's totally reasonable um and also i think the i it felt right to me. When I was watching the game live, it felt right to me at the time. You know, I was yeah. like, they need, to sl- they need to slow this down a little bit offensively. Like, I understand, you know, from an analytics perspective, like throwing the ball is hyper-efficient. You've been pretty efficient throwing the ball in the first half, but we don't need to right now with the way the defense is playing. Let's just kind of play mistake-free football. Let's possess the ball a little bit. Let's let the defense get fresh and then, you know, make plays where we got to make them. And I really think that that was kind of the, the change in complexion. You know, even the scoring drive, it's six plays. It's, it's Yeah, it's six plays. It's three runs, three runs consecutively, two passes, uh, two attempted passes and a scramble for a touchdown. Like, that's what it is, you know? So not a lot of offensive volume there in terms of getting guys targets in the second half.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right. So this is the part of the podcast where you make everyone mad because yeah. you're about to tell us, to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line
1: like i mean you know i watch a lot of offensive lines and i think like like just it's a good juxtaposition because i watch the defense and i watch the offense so when you watch arizona's offensive line there's times like where you get free runners to the quarterback right like like uh you know deron Payne has like three tfls john has a tfl and it's just like jailbreak screen to the back in running situations, right? Or the pocket collapses in this really quick way. And what I will say about this offensive line here for Washington is they're able to keep a nice, nice width and depth on the pocket, right? They've got guys covered up. They understand who's blitzing. They understand how to get to their stuff. Um, And it's, it's, it's a pretty clean day, you know, for most of the guys. And I think like, I don't know why there's this narrative that the offensive line played poorly. There was that sequence I forget it was in the in the third quarter where it was like it was like a it was like a sack a hold a sack you know what I mean and like I think that kind of sticks out in people's mind obviously the sack. Well, I mean, they ultimately
0: get as a team they give up six sacks and that's not a great day.
1: Well, so to me, two a couple of those are on the quarterback, right? Sure. Like, well, that, that's probably, why
0: you know and and kind of what the beauty of this pod is and going down and breaking them down and saying like, all right, this is. This is why it happened. It's actually not the offensive line's fault. But when you come out of a game with six sacks, like it's hard to leave that game feeling like the offensive line had had a even a good day. Nevertheless, a a really good day because it's six sacks. But as you're saying, like you drop back forty six times, two of those are on the quarterback, and and on the other forty plays, like they're real good. Yeah, and like they're like they're really
1: good, you know. And I think like you know Wiley, I'm looking at the PFF stuff right now. Like Wiley had five pressures, and maybe that feels it because like you know you're getting pressure from that edge. But they're not sacks, you know what I mean? Like they're not sacks, and like he's pretty clean with most of his stuff. And then like you look at Cosme, man. Like Cosme was great. Sadiq was pretty good. Like the the sack that he gave up, the back trips him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not on Sadiq. And so like that's not his fault. Like and then the then the one where um where like Sadiq is pushing through on the slide to help out Leto and Gates stops the slide for whatever reason and goes back to help Cosmi. like that's just a miscommunication. That's one miscommunication in 46 snaps, right? A guy gets stripped. There's a miscommunication. That's two right there. Sam holds the ball long on two of them. That's four. And there's the one that Wiley had, which is the sack force fumble. And there was another one that Wiley had where I thought he missed his punch. So I'd say two kind of warranted pressures out of six out of 46 snaps. You know what I'm saying? 46 dropbacks. Like, that's a pretty good day. And like you mentioned, they're not doing a whole bunch of really complicated, nuanced stuff when it comes to like disguising that they're passing. I think they're doing a good job of kind of layering um, drop back with quick game and screen, like, and, and, and like quicker developing route concepts, let's say that, because they didn't run a ton of screens. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's like a layering there. They use chip help really well. And I, like these, I, I think, you know, when I looked at these grades, everyone I'm sure is going to be like, what these grades are, they're not real. But Cosme, 88%. Like, he had an excellent game. There's a play where, like, they're bringing a – so he's he's in the two-man – he's on the he's on the man side of the protection, right? So he's on the right side. His guy drops out. He's looking to the right. And the last second, he kind of perifts a, a, a free runner through the left side of the slide and absolutely smokes that dude. Like, that is some Quentin Nelson-type stuff from him. That is an elite play from your guard right there. So great job by him. Charles Leno, 70%. That feels – right to me he gave up a couple pressures off of a bull but like it's not like he's it's sam had enough time to and i think what the other thing is when you're watching the quarterback if he can get back there and take a hitch it's good protection and that was the majority even on the ones where there was a pressure like he's taking hitches and he's having an opportunity to work through his progression so i I just think they did a really nice job andrew wiley 65 percent again not great but I think that's that. That's very reflective of how I feel about how he played, right? It was pretty solid for the majority of the snaps. He had two bad losses, but the other stuff was so good that it kind of brings up that grade a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Nick Gates, uh, 68. I thought Nick's, Nick had some stuff in the pass pro. Um, again, like the one with Sadiq, which is probably his fault, which doesn't show up here on the PFF grade. But, you know, outside of one play on 46 snaps, It's pretty gosh darn good, you know, and then Sadiq has a uh, 84 in terms of pass pro because I don't think that sack is his fault. You know, the one where he gets tripped up. So honestly, like I I don't understand that there's like there's going to be this narrative this week about how the offensive line played poorly. And I think a lot of it stems from the fact that people don't watch offensive line play very often. Like when you look at Arizona's offensive line and again, you'd expect this but they were like in a firestorm a little bit because, you know, like they're, they're blocking Duran playing, they're dropping, they're blocking Duran, John Allen, they're blocking Montez sweat, right? They're having a hard time getting those guys blocked up. Um, And so that makes sense to me and, and think about how conservative their game plan was in terms of keepers and boots and like how few drop packs they actually did. But it's there, there's a different feel with this group, their ability to set, their ability to communicate, their ability to know where the slide is going and work together that I think is is good like it, I'm not even gonna mince my words like it was there were some things they did that were very very good in this game and I and I and I hope that fans are open-minded enough to hear that because like and I'm not saying every game's going to be like this I'm not saying that there's going to be games yeah, Denver's where they, a tall task man yes. they got some dudes up front and I also think it's important to note like this defensive line was just kind of okay you know what I mean and so yeah. they should have a good performance like this they should be very in control like there's no good interior pass rusher for Arizona I think Gardak's got some pass rush juice on the edge. Zayven College has some pass rush juice on the edge for them. But outside of that, it's not like, you know, they they should be playing well. And I think that they came out and did what they were supposed to do outside of, like we talked about, probably two snaps by Wiley, really, if we're being honest. And then the other two, Sam's holding the ball too long. And then Sadiq gets tripped on one, and Gates doesn't see the slide. You know, like that, and the fact that it only happened one time in the whole game, one really big mental mistake in pass pro, it's huge, man. So, um, I, you know, I don't know, is that cleared up Craig or is
0: there? Yeah. I, I just think that it's important to keep in mind the magnitude of those mistakes. Right. And it's a little bit, you know, like it's not as extreme as the long snapping stuff where it's just like you should, you can expect a hundred percent. And that's actually a reasonable expectation. That's not what offensive line play is. That's, right. That's
1: a really good way to put that though. Cause it's never, you're never going to throw a clean sheet on the, I think that fans think a good offensive lineman's throwing a clean sheet. Every play, when you watch offensive lineman around the league, it's probably like in this in pass pro it's probably between 55 quite honestly in some situations and 75 percent like that's average offensive line play in the nfl in terms of winning one-on-one pass rushing situations
0: right but i also like look at it if we flip it and we'll talk about the defense obviously in a little bit but like montez sweat has a phenomenal game with a sack and a half and it's like well okay if that's a phenomenal game then giving up a sack and a half is bad um, on the offensive line. But I, I think that what you're saying that is correct is it's more than that. It's like the sacks are one thing, but like how do you do outside of those plays? Yeah. How do you, you know, do you give your, is their quarterback constantly under pressure and then also getting sacked on occasion? Or is it like a one-off, two-off, you know, type of thing? And here, I guess there's four um, ultimately that are on the offensive line, two physical mistakes by Wiley, Um, one that's not, I don't even want to say it's on the offensive line. It's just a bad luck sack with, with Sadiq and get Get tripped.
1: tripped, Um, and then
0: one mental mistake by Gates and like, it's not, it's not an a plus day. It's probably not an a day, but it's also not an F day. And, and, you know, if, if you can get a little bit more production out of Sam, um, with some slightly more accurate throws, if you can get better production out of your receivers with a few less drops, like, They that's a pretty good day offensively throwing the football on those forty six snaps. The yardage winds up being a little lower because of mistakes elsewhere. But I don't like. I think if you ask most fans, they would say what you'd say what was the worst unit: quarterback, running back, receivers, or O line. They'd say O line, and I don't necessarily think that that was the case. They're actually pretty even across the board.
1: And that's what I was gonna say. It feels pretty even to me. And and I think the other thing is like maybe i have a better appreciation for how hard it is to do what they do and i know like again sure. like when you watch other offensive lines around the league the the pocket the pocket depth and position so like i'd say there's 40 snaps in this game right where they're in like drop like you said they did a lot of drop back stuff in this game and there's like probably 40 snaps where sam is back there just kind of tapping the football and he yeah. and, and he's and he's looking and he's doing what he's supposed to do but that is so unusual man to be able to kind of take two taps on the ball and then get it out. Like usually, like if you think about Tom Brady, Tom Brady's average time to throw is like 2.1 seconds. It's sometimes it's less than two because he's like so conscientious of getting the ball out. And I felt like Sam, there were times where he was just like back there, like really taking his time, getting to where it's got to go. And that's the offensive line being very precise with how they do stuff. And the fact that there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of color and that's that's what it is. There's not a lot of color in the pocket, right? And what I mean by that is guys are fitted square on their guy, they're winning the rep. There's nobody in Sam's lap. It's it's really good, it's really good stuff, you know. And so, yes, the the sack fumble's terrible, but if some of that's on Sam, like hold on to the ball, like we talked about, right? And so I think overall, when you look at it, you say, Man, like this group is a is a bunch of like no name guys, really. There's not like a big name in that group but together they're playing really, really well. And I think, um, oh yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, Thank you. uh, Our producer is they, you know, like one of the sacks is on Logan Thomas. Like it's not even on the offensive line, right? Like it's like, those things matter. So I would say like, when you look at it down and down the consistency of that group, it was very, very, it was very, it was good. I'm not gonna say very good. It was good. And are there some things to clean up? 100%. But I think that's the thing about offensive line play is you never go through a game. Like, so for example, this is a good example. Will Hernandez grades at 78% for the, um, for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. He gave up like four tackles for loss and two pressures. Right. And everyone says, Oh my gosh, he should be terrible. But one of the things I'll say about him is like on those other plays, he's really, really good. I think it just, you see those plays from the offensive lineman and you assume that the whole body of work is terrible. But that's not that's not that's not the yeah. case.
0: Yeah, it's just hard because they like an offensive lineman can rarely make a great like. If Terry has a drop, he can go score a touchdown. Offensive yep. lineman gives up a sack. What's he supposed to do? Like, yeah, you can go have a big block on a play, but you're probably still not going to get the credit for that. So it's just tough. Yep. I will say, um, I was able to look quickly uh, at the next gen stats uh, and Howell's time to throw two point eight seven. It's pretty good. Seconds. That's long. So it's one of it's, that's in the bottom. It's definitely the bottom half in terms of like longest of the league. So he, yeah. he's, you know, Wilson was the, the worst slash best. He had 3.29, 3.29. Mahomes, 3.28. in Oh his my game. gosh. Hurts 3.26 Watson, 3.21. Then there's Bryce young, Daniel Jones, fields, Tannehill, Russell Wilson, Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, and then Sam Howell. So, wow.
1: And that's that, that so is, him, uh, and the other yeah. thing that includes all throws, so that's like little RPOs and stuff. So like every yeah. time, like so the that average, so like when he's in his true drop back, and that was a big knock on Sam coming out of college. He holds the ball for a long time, and I think yeah. you are seeing like it's it's a case for all young quarterbacks. But the fact that again, like that is a long time to throw in the NFL, and like and, and he had it, it.
0: yes, most, and then most it. downs.
1: And so I think like that understanding that relationship is super important. And like again, we 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 both acknowledge, like it's not. It's not perfect, but no. it's pretty good. It's a pretty good thing that he's doing. And again, like against better lines, we'll see how it goes. But for this game, I don't think that was, I don't think the O line was the issue in the way that, like, I got texts from some of my friends, like, oh, we got an O line problem. We got an O line problem. And when I, and I was fully expecting to go back and watch the film and be like, man, this is a rough day. But more often than not, I'm like, man, like, that pocket's great. Like, he's holding the ball a long time. Like, I don't know what more they could have done here. And there's a cut, there's like, like we said there's two or three plays that really stick out and i get that but on the whole on the other 40 on the other 43 of them it's pretty damn good so